Hi, Dr. Yemisi. Yeah, this is uh, Del Rahim from Finland. Hi, Dr. Yemisi. Hello, my name is Anita from Essex. Hi, my name is Evelyn. I'm calling from Birmingham. On this week's episode, I'll be answering your questions. And we'll touch on everything from how our diet influences our genes to the cancer-fighting properties of food, PCOS, and heavy periods. I'm your host, Dr. Yemisi Bokini, and welcome to the Food Clinic Podcast. The Food Clinic Podcast is powered by the Royal Society of Chemistry. Hi, Dr. Yemisi. Yeah, this is uh, Del Rahim from Finland. Uh, well, first of all, not so many doctors are interested in um, investigating the area of uh, nutrition, diet, and health. Uh, you know, so my question, uh, in a very uh, brief format, is: uh, Can you probably highlight aspects of uh, diet and gene? You know how they are related, especially given the fact that uh, you know they often say that you are what you eat. Hi, Dilly. Well, yes, indeed, we are what we eat. And there's certainly a lot of research out there. There's a whole area of scientific research often referred to as nutritional genetics or nutrigenetics. And that essentially explores how what we eat interacts with our genes. One of the ways we can look at it is like our diet and lifestyle have the ability to turn up and down the volume on a gene, which could mean anything from increasing or decreasing our risk to developing certain conditions. My first introduction to this theme was many, many years ago and based on a study conducted on the theme of prostate cancer. A group of scientists in the US got 30 men who have been diagnosed with low-risk prostate cancer, which essentially just means a type of cancer that isn't too aggressive, it's relatively stable, and it wasn't going to be spreading rapidly. These individuals had not undergone any surgery or any form of therapy, but were monitored closely for any changes in their tumour. The 30 participants were assessed and had their DNA from the prostate cancer tested before and after the investigation for comparison. They were put on a program for three months, which consisted of a low-fat plant-based diet, which included supplements of fish oil, vitamin E, selenium and vitamin C on a daily basis. The second part of the program involved at least 60 minutes of what they called stress management techniques each day, which were things like yoga-based stretching and meditation. The third and core part of the program involved walking for at least 30 minutes a day, six days a week, and all of this was done on a consistent basis for three months. By the end of the study, they produced some truly remarkable findings. On average, 453 genes were wind down in the prostate cancer and 48 genes were turned up. Of the genes that were found to have been suppressed included genes which had been scientifically proven in previous studies to promote the growth of cancer cells, known as the RAS family of genes. So there we have it. We are certainly what we eat and there's scientific evidence out there that says what you eat can have an effect on our genes, which may ultimately affect our risk to certain diseases. Hi, Dr. Yemesi. I wanted to find out what is the role of natural um, ingredients such as black seed oil, turmeric or turmeric, um, 
and even um, onions and garlic in fighting cancer. Thank you. This second question certainly ties in with the first. In addition to influencing the level of activity of our genes, powerful plant chemicals known as phytochemicals and antioxidants found in foods, including those ingredients you mentioned, may also play a role in reducing the risk of cancer forming in the first place. The antioxidants in much of these foods help to protect our DNA from damage, and it's known that one of the first steps in the formation of cancer is damage to our DNA. Some of the commonest antioxidants include vitamins A, C and E. Hello, my name's Anita from Essex. Um, so my question is for about PCOS. So um, if you've had traces of PCOS in the past and you think it's coming back again, how do you um, manage weight loss, firstly? And then secondly, my next question is if you do have that, um, would you advise to go on um, contraception or not? Hi, Anita. Well, PCOS is a hormonal condition common among women of reproductive age. It can affect fertility, cause disturbances in menstrual cycles, as well as increased risks of diabetes and high blood pressure. You mentioned weight. Losing weight, if overweight, is certainly the first step to improving the hormonal imbalance. And this is partly because it will increase the body sensitivity insulin, which is known to play a major role in influencing a whole range of hormones. One diet tip would be to significantly reduce the amount of refined carbohydrates in the diet, as well as significantly increase levels of fiber. Increased levels of fiber in the diet help to stabilize our blood sugar levels, which keeps us fuller for longer and also works to remove excess hormones and other waste products from our gut and into our poop. As for the contraceptives, they're most often used as a way to manage the symptoms of PCOS, which include regulating hormone levels, as well as managing some of the distressing symptoms like excess facial and body hair. The severity of symptoms vary from person to person and such decisions are most certainly a personal choice. I'd advise exploring further with your health provider on the best approach. Hi, my name is Evelyn. I'm calling from Birmingham. My question is, can diet affect your period? how heavy or light they are, and how much pain you experience during your cycles. Yes, most certainly. But before I answer your question, there are many potential causes of heavy and painful periods, and it's important to rule them out first. These could include the presence of fibroids, thyroid conditions, among other factors. So can diet influence our periods? As with the previous question, higher levels of insulin due to perhaps a high-carb diet influences a range of other hormones in our blood. The hormone estrogen is responsible for building up the lining of the uterus every month leading up to that bleed. Higher levels of insulin results in high levels of free estrogen, which ultimately increases the thickness of the uterus and may influence how heavy a period is. There are many other facets to explore, which includes the amounts of inflammatory foods we consume, which might have a, a role on the level of pain that we ultimately experience. And that's all we have for today. Many, many thanks to you all for sending your questions through. The Food Connect podcast is powered by the Royal Society of Chemistry.